0: This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. You're listening to Michael Easley in Context, and now your host... Michael
1: Easley. Well, welcome to In Context. On today's Out of Context episode, I want to burst your bubble, maybe just a little bit, on the idea of an angelic choir singing Handel's Hallelujah Chorus when they appeared to the shepherds to announce the birth of this Jesus. In Luke chapter 2, verse 13, we read, and suddenly there appeared with the angel A multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, notice they're not singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased. Well, let's pick up the storyline in this message. Some of your English translations have taken a liberty to render the word a few times angels singing. But every time that word is rendered singing, it can be readily worded said or are saying. So we read, hark the herald angels sing, all about the angels singing. If you went through the Christmas uh, hymnology, you would have hundreds of references to angels singing. Well, am I just throwing... You know, water on your idea of this great angelic choir with cherubim and seraphim and harps and lyres and so forth and so on. Uh, Let me show you why I think this is interesting and important. Turning your Bible to Isaiah chapter 6. In the year of King Uzziah's death I saw the Lord sitting on a throne lofty and exalted and the train of his robe filling the temple. Let's stop there for just a second. This celestial throne that Isaiah is privileged to see Picture uh, Christ, fully God, fully man, resurrected from the dead, human form. And we, we think of a, a wedding train. Think of his robe so extraordinarily, elaborately, beautifully designed, it fills the entire complex. What's the picture? It's the radiance of his glory. This king is the king of all kings. And Isaiah is privileged to get... A glimpse of this. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings, verse 2. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. With two he flew. And one called out to the other and said, see it? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations... Of the threshold trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. Just get a picture of this if you can. The, the voice of the angel shakes the foundation of the celestial temple complex. Now, if you can get in your sanctified imagination, myriads means roughly thousands. Thousands of thousands of thousands of angels saying Hold that image and turn it in your Bible to Revelation 14. Revelation chapter 14. And I want you to keep in mind Isaiah 6 as we look at Revelation 14 for the imagery. Then I looked and behold the lamb standing on Mount Zion. Mount Zion is, uh, plays key role throughout all of Israel's history. And this is the establishment of his kingdom when he comes to Mount Zion. Okay? And with him, 144,000, having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the sound of many waters, like the sound of thunder. The voice which I heard was like the sound of harpists playing on their harps. Stop for a minute. If you've been to Hawaii or to Oregon coastline or California where there's serious cliffs and the, the waves are crashing and you can't even speak over it. If you've been in a situation where the thunder is clapping so loud you can barely hear, get those images in your mind. The author is giving us a picture of its overwhelming, its power, its strength, its grandeur, its majesty is blowing us away, we might say. Verse 3, And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders, And no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been purchased from the earth. The 144,000 human beings are singing the song, not the angels. Now, why do I do this? Why do I digress? If you think of the one angel showing up to the shepherds, giving them an announcement, and then all of a sudden the lights go on, as it were, and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angelic hosts show up, and they say, glory to God in the highest and peace among men with whom he is well pleased. Is that a bit more chilling than just a choir? Now, if you really want to think they sing, God bless you, hominy, Domini Lomini? go ahead and think they sing. I think this blows it completely into the text and out of our minds to think of a bank of angelic beings saying that all at the same time. Well, there you have it. Or maybe you don't buy it, and that's okay too. I don't believe the angels sing. I think they pronounce. I think they exclaim. But we'll know, of course, once we get to heaven. But let me leave you with one thought. They sang before creation. They haven't sung since man has fallen. And they will sing again in God's kingdom. This is Michael Easley, Out of Context.
0: In Context is made possible by donations from listeners like you. If you're a regular listener, would you consider giving a one-time or monthly donation at michaelincontext.com? Thank you.